We're jumping right in to this video because Ricky doesn't let me do any other way. We're talking about capital gains in real estate in BC. Rick, I got that right? I know I got that right. So we are sitting with Surrender Mucker today. So I'm gonna change it up this time. I'm gonna ask you what the topics are gonna be today. Sure. Oh, actually, we already know what the topic is, but we just said it. Capital but gains on real estate, right? Go right yeah. into it. So basically, capital gains on real estate. So when do you have to pay capital gains tax when you sell a property? So if I live in my home and I've owned it for six years, now I sell it. Most of us know that we don't have to pay any capital gains tax on that because we've got your principal residence exemption and, and it's all good. So you don't have to pay tax. You can take those proceeds and do whatever you want with them and not worry about taxation. But there's a lot of interesting gray areas. What if... Um, the what if CRA comes along and says, hey, you had a business project. You didn't live in the house long enough. So I've got five cases on the go out of 25 cases at this time where all of them, the people lived in the property for six months, eight months, that sort of thing. And CRA comes along three years later and says, we know you sold this property three years ago. You claimed it as your residence, but we think it's a business income. And now as a business project, you're going to be taxed at a very, very high rate and they get this letter in the mail and they're scared. They don't know what to do. And so that's a big issue. So when is a property a capital asset where it's a capital gain, you only pay tax on half of your gain and sometimes you can you have to pay tax on the whole gain. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So now I understand the importance of this, but it's even a struggle for me being a realtor, knowing how important this is, not only myself, but a lot of viewers out there, the word tax comes around, it's very scary, right? It's so scary that you don't want to hear anything about it because it almost puts you to sleep, right? Let's be real about it. I mean, it's, it's honest. I mean, if I hear about anything about taxes, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, it gets that way, but it, it, it doesn't mean that is not important. Actually, as even as a realtor, uh, as many deals as we do, it's so crucial. It's so, so crucial. And which is why we were trying for the longest time to get Mr. Accountant on the show. And let's talk about when someone buys a property under a year or something like that. Let's mm -hmm. go on. While, while, while I'm fixing the tie that you told me to wear. Yeah, yeah you just got to move yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just keep, you just keep so, talking. Yeah, so <laughs> he's got many shows where he's wearing a nice tie. So, I, you know, I just assumed it was going to be like this, but... You said good. you're going to wear one too. Yeah, I just figured I'll come like this. So, yeah, um, yeah so basically what happens is um, if you don't live in the property long enough or if you flip a property and you had an intention to live in it and then you actually don't move in, CRA can come along and say, hey, this is business income and we're going to treat this as a business project. As a result, you're going to pay business income tax at a very, very high rate. So if you made a good amount of money, let's say $300,000 on the sale of a property, you're going to pay tax on, on, on that $300,000 and include it in your income. Now, there's a very common misperception out there. And like I said, and going back to my experience being a realtor, that a lot of people say, well, I've owned the house for over a year. That's right there's no capital gains or you know what well, this is only a rental property I you know what and, and this is happens not really supposed to be happening but they don't declare their rent they probably put their address on there or something you know it, they're not gonna mention any names but since they're doing that they think they have a loophole around that that's right can can we explain a little bit about that? excellent excellent point the tax act says that every Canadian taxpayer has to show their income from all sources of income, 
So all sources pretty much covers everything. And that's the reason they designed the wording that way. So if you've got rental income, you've got you've got a house that you own as a rental property, you have to show the rental income, but you're entitled to take ex- your rental expenses, like your mortgage, interest, the property taxes, insurance, etc. So you're allowed to claim all those expenses against it, but you have a duty as a taxpayer to declare all of your income. So whether it's rental income, whether it's the sale of a property, whether you had an assignment and you flipped a property, all of those things are taxable. And some people think they can get away by not showing it, you definitely have to show it all. And let's be very quick about this. If you think you can get away with it and you don't get away with it, what are the possible fines? Like, well, what could happen? Exactly. So one, they'll include that unreported income into your tax return. Secondly, they'll assess you to levy penalties. And the penalties are 50% of the taxes you avoided. So you have to pay the tax plus half, uh, one and a half times, well, half more of the tax and interest on top of both the tax and the penalty. Wow. So, so with that being said, let me just jump into a little bit because I know how Ricky always says, mention hoodies, mention this. Please like, subscribe, put that thumbs up because, you know, Ricky always gets mad at me when I don't do that. That being said, let's talk about the credentials. Let's, let's talk about who you are right, for a second because I'm sure our viewership is going to know, yeah, he's talking this way. But does he really know what he's talking about? <laughs> so let, let's actually just introduce you. Let, let's, let's show our our viewership, sure. who you are. So my name is Surinder Macker. I have my own accounting firm called McDonald Macker Public Accountants. I specialize in doing taxes for realtors and the real estate industry. So people who um, have multiple rental properties or they're de- build, uh, builders or developers or they flip property. So that sort of thing. I'm specialized in doing taxes for realtors. And uh, and I also work for a tax law firm called Deal Lawyers as a taxpayer representative. So I negotiate settlements with the CRA um, on behalf of people who are being audited. And the way I fell into those two businesses or or roles is that I used to be an auditor at CRA and I was a specialist in the real estate industry. My my role at CRA was to audit people in those those areas, people who have multiple rental properties, people who are realtors, people who are developers, and people who flip property. So I have all that inside knowledge from working at CRA that allowed me to to develop my accounting business as well as uh, working with a tax lawyer. So... Hope you guys all got that. He was the one that we were supposed to hate. Maybe he's the one that audited us, realtors and everybody else, and, and came after us. So, so if you have a complaint to make, Ricky will put his number there somewhere <laughs> like that, and we know exactly. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. But you know, the best thing is, and I always say this, the best way to know the law is actually know it. Know the other side, know the ifs, know the buts, know what's right, know what's wrong, and that's the way you can actually navigate. Uh, a lot of, even with lawyers, a lot of top, top defense lawyers were actually prosecution lawyers before. Yes, they sir. know how the other side works. Right, and that's why you go with them because they know how to work the system because they've been on the other side. They get the inside knowledge. Exactly, and and that is why, and this is why it was so hard to get this guy on the show because he has so many files. So going right back into this again, um, Ricky's gonna bug me again because he's making some you know kind of hoodie symbol on this, and I, you guys might have saw the camera shaking a bit. That wasn't me. That was Ricky doing something. Ricky. But <laughs> thank you. See, I got another one on the show that blames. But uh, please subscribe, comment. Say I have subscribed. Ricky will send you a hoodie on his dime. He always says it's on my dime. It's going to be on Ricky's dime this time. 
um, and then you'll get one. So with that being said, let's jump to the next thing. Yeah, so basically if you go to the real estate, uh, BC Real Estate Association's website right now, it shows on there that uh, there's a new 12 month rule. And basically what, what it says is in the 2022 budget, uh, the federal government is proposing that uh, if you sell your home within 12 months, even if you lived in it, then you're not, you're gonna, it's not gonna be, so, uh, you're not gonna get your principal residence exemption. You're gonna have to pay uh, capital gains or business income tax. Well, actually it says business income tax on it. And so that's a very hard and fast rule. Uh, historically, if you look at tax history since the 1980s, the tax court and the judiciary has stayed away from setting a hard rule of the number of months or number of years you have to stay in the property. Because now if you've got a 12 month rule, every 13th month, someone who's, you know, has that kind of mindset Set. They're going to live in the property, stay in there for 13 months, sell it, and move into the next one and continuously do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so that's why the judges have stayed away from setting a hard hard timeline for that. And now the issue is the, that, that we're, they're proposing to put that into legislation. I think the, the judges had done, the, the tax court had done an excellent job. What they had said originally is the, to have a, take a holistic approach if you're a tax practitioner in terms of seeing, analyze the whole thing from the purchase to the holding period to the sale. What was the client's intention? when they bought the property, what was their intention while they held the property, and how did they act during the holding period, and what were the circumstances that led to the sale of the property. So those were very, you know, common sense type of guidelines, and that created a gray area where a tax practitioner could argue with the CRA, explaining extraordinary circumstances why someone had to sell a property, and CRA would, even if they took a hard line, they have to negotiate with you and have to look at the circumstances of the situation. So I'm glad you talked about the gray area, because I was going to mention something about that. Now, uh, I'm obviously not going to ask you to do something illegal or other loopholes like that, but I'm going to ask you a straightforward question. Is there times that a person goes to an accountant like yourself, maybe not you, but like yourself, ask a question, they don't get the answer that they want? Maybe lack of experience, lack of something. I, I don't know. We don't know them. But can they get a no or a negative answer to their question from somebody else, but when they come to you, get a whole different result. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen that many, many times. And it's very circumstantial. You have to look at uh, everything on a case-by-case basis. And there may be um, issues that come arise. When I go question a client, we spend a lot of time and we get into depth. And so situations come about. And there's always, whenever there's terms and conditions in the tax law, there's always exceptions. And you have to see, is there evidence here uh, in the circumstances where the client has evidence that they can fit into a exceptional circumstance. So much like my profession, uh, lawyers, doctors, accountants, there's not a cookie cutter profession. You know, there's other people, although we have the license to do it, our experiences, our background, our knowledge, the way that we handle can can differentiate ourselves from this way to this way, uh, a low level to a high level, a lower paid person entry level to a higher paid, correct? Right. Right? Exactly. So there's no, yeah. there's no cookie cutter way. Great, let's uh, carry on. Before we move on, I want to congratulate you on your election as a vice president oh, of the Fraser Valley thank Real you. Estate Board. Thank you. That's a great achievement. Thank you, yeah. I'm very, very, very proud of that. And then uh, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, um, uh, we've had good talks and I appreciate how concerned you are about the membership and uh, he's already got a lot of initiatives that he's planned to bring forth to help the membership. I, you know, I, I thank you for mentioning that. It, it it was a very big accomplishment, not for myself, but for even the membership that I've been voted. 
um, there's a lot of great things coming about and only by associating ourselves with the right people to get further knowledge in our industry when we're in an evolving industry can we actually go forward with it we can't stay with the old ways right I mean you gotta remember back 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 in the day the way we lit our room was with the candle right mm. now we got lights we got yeah. light switches right we evolved same way with every industry right. so thank you for that um, but let's get you going. Let's yeah, get you going again. And it's the same thing with the tax industry. It's always evolving. Now I find it interesting and exciting. And a lot of people worry talking about tax is going to be boring. But I don't see it that way because it's always moving forward. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned that before, the whole sleeping thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I don't, I, I, everyone knows me. I'm very straight up. Tax... Let's say you have a property where you've lived in it for four or five years. Yes. And now you've decided, hey, I'm going to move into a different place and I'm going to rent this property out. Mm-hmm. Is there is that a taxable event? Is, is something going to happen there or is that not a big deal? So I'm here to tell you that is a taxable event. So a lot of times people will move out of their residence and move into a new residence and rent out the old place. And they think that, hey, I don't have to do anything or say anything. However, tax law says that is a taxable event now. What happens is when you sell your residence, um, when you move out of your residence, then you have changed the use. Whenever you change a use, you have to let CRA know about it. And so what you're actually supposed to do is file a form called an election. And by filing that election, you let them know, hey, I moved out of this property and now it's my residence so that later on let's say 10 years down the road I sell my property I don't have to pay capital gains tax on part of it those four years or five years that I lived in it but I do have to pay capital gains tax for the years that it was rented out okay so that, that's great knowledge because that's very 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 common but let's go to the harshness of that for a second here mm-hmm. how if I don't declare how would I just pretended that I don't know my wife is living there and I never changed her address. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. You know, not, not, not me. Don't make it sound like, oh, wow to me. It's, no, no I, I'm, I'm a law-abiding. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just assume someone else has that scenario. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Because I, I've seen it. Yes. Right? That Absolutely. they move their uh, wife or their dad or their mom that's untitled, they move their address there. Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of different scenarios that we can get into where people try to go into a gray area and uh, take advantage of the system right and so there there is a thing called tax avoidance and then there's a line and on the other side of that line is something called tax evasion so tax avoidance is civil where you have fall, fell into a gray area and you structured your affairs to pay less amount of tax but then tax evasion is when you've done these sort of things where you're taking the truth and you're using a false falsehood and you're something that's not true and now you're into tax evasion which there's criminal penalties for that it's fraudulent it's fraudulent and it's treated as a crime. So under the Tax Act, you've got gross negligence fraud, and fraud and tax evasion. So tax evasion includes the fraud. So basically, for tax evasion, there's monetary penalties and fines and jail time as well. So the penalties are not worth the risk. You have to look at when you're taking a risk, what's my reward potential here? The, the penalties for these type of scenarios are not worth it if you're and, thinking and, about and doing something. And see, the second you mentioned penalties, and that's why I'm kind of um, really bringing up those topics, because everything else is like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. But the, mm-hmm. but the second you mentioned, well, okay, well, did you hear me? Did you really hear me? Because you didn't hear me, this is what's going to happen. That's and right. that's sometimes when the eyes light up, like, wait, wait. Okay, so jail what? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I can get back and pay what? Criminal charges what? Yeah. Right? And, and that's what I mean. Some people do know the seriousness of it, mm-hmm. but do they actually appreciate 
the seriousness of it is, is what I'm really getting at here. Exactly. Right? It, it, it's very, very serious. And most people don't appreciate the seriousness of it because they haven't been educated on this. No one talks about tax evasion. When you go to your accountant's office during tax season, they're busy because they've got that April 30th deadline. They don't have time. Mm-hmm. And so they just want your, work, your, your documents to prepare it. So these sort of things, it's important to be educated before you file a tax return to learn what is the system I'm particip- participating in here, right? Now, um, we are planning to have have Sundar uh, as a permanent reoccurring guest, but there's so much to talk about that we, there's no which way that we can fill this 15 to 20 minute slot, but that's all that Ricky allows us to do um, with, with all this information. So we're going to have multiple segments, and, and hopefully that's okay with you. Absolutely. And even if it wasn't, we're still going to drag him in here. He's going to play, And, and uh, we're going to make him wear a tie next time, because... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, with that being said, anything else you want to mention? That's about, those were the main topics I'd like to cover, so I'm pretty happy with this. Well, like before, um, as we said, please like, subscribe, put that thumbs up. We're going to have some just information uh, right up here and in the bio area. It'll have the contact information, it'll have his times of operation, it'll have his turn-ons and turn-on, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have his information, you know, if you want to ask questions. Great source of information. Just this short segment here, believe it or not, I actually did learn a few things, and, that, and that's just a short segment. Imagine if you do a sit-down. Imagine if you have time to sit and understand and actually go through the knowledge of what this person can bring. So, world of knowledge in, in from um, BC Real Estate Podcast. On behalf of myself and Ricky, I want to thank you for finally coming on the show. I know you're busy, uh, even though your office is just like not too far away from my office. But that's how busy it is. Office is not too far away, and you still can't bring him on. But we got him here, right? So, Rick, am I good with that to cut it off there? Thank BC you. Real Estate Podcast, Jeff Chatta. Thank you for having me, Sir Nurmaka. I'm very happy to be here. Excellent. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.